everyone. Today's episode is brought to you by Fuelixer. Fuelixer is the sports nutrition subscription box built for endurance athletes and enthusiasts. Every weekend, thousands of men and women strap on their running shoes, hop on their bikes, plunge into pools to train for the next big race. From newbies to Olympic athletes, these individuals are serious about their sports. Spending thousands of dollars on equipment, coaching, and training, all in an effort to reach their peak. They don't know it, but they're missing something. The power they are after isn't in the fancy gear or in coaching alone. The real secret is nutrition. And when it comes to sports performance, what you put in your body matters as much as what you do with your body. Rather than shipping subscribers a random box of sports nutrition products, Felixer builds boxes using a combination of performance data from Strava, nutrition requirements, and taste preferences. Felixer sees the types of workouts you do and gets insights into the weekly training volume. Felixer combines this data with nutrition requirements and your preferences gathered through the Felixer survey. Empowered by sports nutritionists, ex-pro cyclists, competitive athletes, in a little math, Felixer's journey begins by doing the shopping, researching, and calculating for you, the athlete. Felixer makes practicing sports nutrition a personalized experience for newbies all the way to U.S. Olympic athletes. It's easy and fun to get started. All you have to do is go to Felixer.com, connect your Strava performance data, Take a quick nutrition survey, and boom, Felixer selects the sports nutrition gels, bars, chews, hydration, protein, and recovery fuel that fit your individual nutritional requirements and preferences. All you do is you choose your Felixer recommended box size that was calculated based on your historical performance data. With Felixer, you can unlock your potential and really get back to what you are most passionate about. Whether it's cycling, running, or swimming, Fuelixer fuels you. Now, let's tune in to the Fuel Talk Podcast. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Fuel Talk Podcast. Thank you and welcome. Uh, on today's episode, we have Victorine, Victorine Deitch. And she's a leading New York City-based wellness curator specializing in beauty, holistic lifestyle, and experiential retail. I'd love to learn what that is, what that's about. <laughs> uh, she's well-respected for her passion, style, unique creativity, and progressive products. Uh, Victorine has the unique ability to fuse health and wellness with luxury, music, and sport. Um, and we're going to just dive right into this. Uh, Victorine, you know, we recently met each other through mutual friends while you were here in Vegas, um, and I had the opportunity to, uh, you know, chat a little bit about essential oils, um, and I've been using <laughs> the, uh, the, the bottle that you gave me since then, and I love it. I've, I've been using it on my ride. So um, before we talk more about that, uh, how about you give us a little bit of background story of where you're from and a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. Well, firstly, thank you for having me. I'm excited 
to be chatting with you today. Um, Background-wise, I am born and raised in New York City. Uh, felt a calling my entire life to inject well-being into everything that I do. And I had this like obsession with scent and fragrance and how a room smells and how a person smells and what that says about them. And parallel to that, um, I always wanted to hack my body. I'm like, how do I get my body to perform better? If I was ever told that there was a sport I couldn't do or I didn't have the capacity for something or the energy, I always found uh, holistic, plant-based ways of enhancing myself. Um, so when I was finally ready to take the leap into the fragrance world, I uh, got hit with some slight disappointment that there were a lot of synthetics being used and I was able to quickly compare that to what was happening in the food space and a lot of uh, the conversations that were surrounding that. Uh, so I decided to look further into sourcing pure, organic, wild-crafted essential oils, which... I understood from a healing medicinal perspective, I, for some reason in my brain, didn't connect the two in terms of aroma. And the further I was going down that rabbit hole, I understood that um, they were used as aroma. If you go back to ancient civilizations, that's how they were perfuming themselves. Um, and yeah. stuff like that in the world yeah, yeah. and all the you know noise and fortunately food has been the first area that has really been blown up in that sense and really has shifted back to its roots uh so as soon as i saw something which in so many regards should have been obvious i'm like whoa this is my mission this is my calling i have to do this um and a light bulb went off and I was like, well, I'm not taking fun out of all of these healing components of these ingredients. And that's where sex, drugs, and rock and roll was born. Uh, and fast forward a year into the journey of blending, producing, bringing to market, um, educating the world on this brand and this concept um, another light bulb goes off and I've studied Ayurveda, but I didn't realize that all three doshas, uh, are completely connected to sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Uh, so <laughs> okay. like, wow, this is like divine communication here. Yeah, I yeah. have to keep putting this out there. And, uh, one of the things that, immediately connected us, which I want to share with your listeners, is that you had already been using essential oils to enhance your performance while you ride. Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. I, I, I want to I unpack everything you just said, because you just took me on a complete uh, journey <laughs> into outer space a little bit. Um, and I'm going to go way back to the beginning of, um, of, of your message, which was injecting yourself with well-being uh, that's like i mean you can drop the mic there you know period 
um, injecting yourself with well-being. Um, you couldn't have said it better than that. You know, I, I, I you know, my approach in my um, introduction to essential oils was actually um, not even through, you know, something in a bottle. It was actually by just like rubbing um, a lemon uh, and maybe even just like spraying, you know, squeezing an orange uh, peel. And I love that smell, you know, of the, of the orange peels. Um, and then also, I remember like in Peru, they tie lines around dogs' necks when they're sick. <laughs> um, so I remember seeing that in Peru and, and asking my mother, you know, like, why, why has that happened? So she would tell me the story. So then I remember going back home and I was like feeling nauseous. I would go to the refrigerator, grab a lime and start um, uh, scratching the lime and just smelling it. And it would help with like my nausea. So then, you know, and, and that's when I was younger, right? So then I started cycling um, and I read somewhere that there was this like professional cyclist who would um, spray eucalyptus on his wrist um, with peppermint and he would like sniff that, um, you know, and spray it throughout his rides to kind of just like trigger and, and uh, like wake him up a little bit, give him a little burst. Um, so I tried it out and for me, you know, um, I, I have asthma, so eucalyptus has always been great. Um, you know, if I'm in a steam room, um, I, I would always like have a little bottle and I would just spray it on me and it would just help, you know, with my respiratory system. So that's why I started using it while my rides. Um, and then, yeah. And then all, all of a sudden you start talking about essential oils when we met and I was like, what? Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Like, okay, let's, you know, let's do this. Um, I was totally, totally um, intrigued by by your approach to it. Um, and then I got a whiff of it, and I was just like, you know, I, I've been using it every day, and and I'm I'm loving it on on my rides for sure. Um, I had I had one one question like about um, how, how did so. I mean, I don't know what was your first interaction, I guess, with with the oils like for me it was you know i can uh, trace it back to you know seeing a lemon around a dog's neck and what was it for you for me it was two things and it goes back to commercial luxury perfume yeah uh there's a perfume called shalimar which is iconic um, it was probably like the number one selling perfume in the world for a long period of time. And it was something that my grandmother had. And that was my first, you know, I understood how on a really basic level, how olfactory receptors work mm -hmm. because it transported me immediately. If I'd get a whiff of that, it transported me to moments of connection and, yeah. Yeah, totally. and what I was doing simultaneously. Um, you could probably gather from this conversation that she was a really important figure in my life. She uh, gardened. So she would grow all different kinds of flowers. And it was picking those flowers and getting those, the enfleurage, which is the oil that comes from that flower in real time, not going through any distillation process right. or just literally feeling it on my fingers, like what you experienced with citrus fruits, whether it was the orange or the lemon or the lime, mm -hmm. it was that. And it took years before that came full circle. 
and it, it's, it's amazing huh? yeah it's it's incredible how sophisticated the human body is and how much we really know so when i talk about using these in, ingredients that are not um reformulated in any way are not modified i guess that's the word that i'm looking for that are in their purest rawest form we're going back to our roots we're allowing our bodies to decide what works for us mm -hmm. rather than putting like all this junk in then totally blocks your pheromones so you could be attracting another person based on some cologne you've sprayed on. Um, yeah, but the, the, the tobacco Tom Ford worked for that. <laughs> exactly, but that's not your true self. Yeah, yeah. So think about how much, I mean, and this is maybe a little bit of a stretch, but I do, I genuinely believe a lot of it. Um, you're, by masking those pheromones, huh. you're creating an environment which is false. And if you strip down to enhancing your natural pheromones, you're bringing the best version of yourself forward. You're attracting exactly what you need going back to how sophisticated the human body is. So you can get, you can avoid all of the problems that happen along the way. Have yeah. you, I, I mean, another thing, and this will, kind of go into sexuality, but I do want to um, go back to sport and invigoration and energizing and how that um, supports the activity that you're so passionate about. But I will say one of the things people forget is we are animals and why do we kiss? We kiss because we are literally sniffing each other out. It's a really primal thing. Yeah. That's why we are drawn to kiss because by sniffing each other out on a primal level, we know who works for us and who doesn't. Hmm. That is so deep, but like <laughs> so rarely is it spoken of, you know? <laughs> when when was the when was the last time that like okay, so I I, I have like a a very keen um intuition about people. Um, so do you have like, do you smell people out? Absolutely. I have my entire life and thought that I was so damn weird. It took me until <laughs> now live yeah. with you until I've been able to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about that. <laughs> on a, on a personal level, on a friendship level, on a business level, Based on how somebody smells, I can tell if there's a connection, if they're, if we're going to support each other's betterment or if we are toxic for each other. And that has nothing to do, by the way, with if somebody's good or not. It just has to do with how chemically humans connect with each other, even animals. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if there's if there's a, a good flow, right? Totally. Wow. <laughs> All right, so I want to I want to get back into. So I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, there's there's performance in bed, and there's performance, you know, on the bike, right? So I mean, there's nothing wrong with talking about sex. Um, so the the one that I have is is drugs, right? 
victory in drugs. Um, how is it different from sex and rock and roll? Well, the ingredients that are used in it are highly grounding. Uh, the reason why I took the drugs route is because I think drugs is actually a positive word. It is some sort of ingredient or combination of ingredients that are used to heal and elevate the body. Now, my blend contains highly anti-inflammatory ingredients, such as cannabis oil. Uh, it has rosewood. It has dark patchouli. It has apricot kernel oil. Uh, these are all, like I said, very anti-inflammatory. I find that they are wonderful for athletes uh, post the activity because you're, you know, the, the blood is pumping through your veins and your uh, muscles are really inflamed. They've, they've been exerted. So this is really soothing and calming. Totally. So it's, it's essential for, for recovery. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. What, you, you know, I always have this question as well. Like what makes, um, the, the oils, uh, you know, higher quality than others? Um, is it through filtration, the process where they're sourcing it? Like how does someone, you know, go out into the marketplace, whether they're are at Sprouts or Whole Foods or their farmer's market? Like how do they know if they're getting quality essential oils? That's a, it's a great question and it's a really tough one to answer because the unfortunate thing right now in the space is that a lot of things are being passed off. So as organic or pure or whatever. So the way the FDA regulates, something can be passed off as organic, but it might, you know, come from a crop that is not the purest form of that ingredient. So the guidelines are not as strict. Mm -hmm. I had to really dig and find the right sources. Um, and that's something that I'm very vocal about right now. There's a lot of companies that I prefer not to mention that have taken over the space and have bought up a lot of um, the farms around the world. And so that they get a higher yield, um, they're modifying the crop. Hmm. And some of the guidelines out there for organic are not, a hundred percent up to the standard that I would ideally in my dream world like to adhere to. Totally. Um, totally. I, I mean, I've seen that in the, uh, it, it happens on, on a lot of markets, right? I mean, all, you know, a lot of big companies, they just, they try to take advantage of economies of scale. Um, and throw in couple that with, you know, big marketing budgets and, you know, you, you can get your percentage, uh, market share. Um, so what are you doing, I guess, you know, to, to make sure that, um, what you are bottling is precisely what you envision? So I actually work directly with the farmers. I visit the farms and I decide which parts of their crop. I see exactly how they grow it. 
and I decide which ones will make sense for the products that I'm developing. And then I go through the entire process with them through uh, harvest and distillation. So I'm pretty much knowledgeable in terms of my supply chain and where it's coming from, what seeds are being used, where it's going. I mean, every single portion of it. That's rad. Yeah. That's so rad. You know what I was just thinking of uh, while you were saying that? I was listening, but I was, I, was ta- I was thinking about how, you know, your the sense for you reminded you of specific stories and feelings uh, with your grandmother, mm-hmm. you know, in like that specific time that moment. Um, and it was funny because I've been tracking as well as like exactly kind of like when I, um, start using the, like my old, my oils during the ride, um, and how I'm feeling. So I'm trying to like remember precisely, um, how I'm feeling with that scent. And I'm trying, (laughs) trying my best to like, only use the oils when I'm feeling my best actually so that I can remind my mind to get back to that for me cadence and power whatever it is at that moment um or even like you know I've been riding a lot through Vegas and in California so it kind of just like gives me um um you know pictorials of, of where I am at that time as well you know so um my question I guess is have you have you had any collaborations with like um you know yoga events or meditation events um or do you do that with your friends you know and just hang out drop some oils and you know yeah i will answer that but i just want to go back to your point for a second that's pretty remarkable so essentially you're hacking the mind trying to yeah Sure that you use the scent during times of elation, then you're almost guaranteeing that when you need a pick me up, those particular scents will bring you back to that place. Correct. Wow. Okay. That's super cool. <laughs> I yeah. love it. Yeah. Um, However, I will say one thing. Yeah. There is an opportunity to not just limit yourself to that, where there are some, and it doesn't have to be my blends. I mean, I'm happy to recommend some things at the markets, like you mentioned, Sprouts and places like that. I'm happy to recommend some brands that I do think put really high quality products out there, like if you bought, say, a lemon oil on its own from like now, that's a company that does nutraceuticals. They make all different kinds of supplements. They have oils as well. They have a great lemon. So you already have that cognitive memory of how that made you feel when you were a kid and how it took away nausea and all that. So you don't even need to hack yourself if you're feeling nauseous. You just go straight to that lemon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so I don't neglect your other question. Uh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Tons of events, uh, interactive, experiential, 
that goes back to your question about experiential retail. Yeah. Um, one of the most beautiful gifts in life for me is to be able to connect with other people and share. Um, we do everything from aroma body painting uh, to meditations. I work with some incredible experts in the space that we do something called aroma flights. So um, you pick which oil combinations you connect with most in that particular moment. Yeah. We apply them, we sit around in sort of a circle format, and then we go into this really deep meditation that we like to call a flight, and it really takes you to another dimension. And then we really, we hang out for a while and talk about um, everyone's experience. And I think having a safe space to express that experience and have the opportunity for others' input and to really learn how others receive that experience in connection to how you have received it is such an opportunity for growth. So, you know, we've already spoken about hacking the um, olfactory receptors. Now there's an opportunity to hack your growth experience. Yeah. And go on a flight. That's something I nerd out on a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm nerding out right now. <laughs> it's insane. So, uh, you know, so, uh, you put yourself in a position where you can learn a lot from other people, um, engage with other humans, you know, have different types of experiences that a lot of people don't expose themselves to through um, injecting themselves with wellness, right? Right. What have you, what what have you um, observed about other characters and like people's traits that you've tried to implement into your own life and uh, and grow your as yourself? That's a wonderful question. Um, what I see a lot in people is fearlessness in areas that they're not even aware of. Mm. And mm. that's something that I'm very attracted to. Uh, and to elaborate further, it's the ability to not even think about any form of limitations, it's just go for it, especially in physical activity. Um, I've always had a fear of heights. And just watching my friend's athletic performance in like rock climbing or skydiving and things in that area, as uncomfortable as it made me feel, um, I was incredibly empowered by that fearlessness and I wanted to emulate it. And I would say to myself, well, if I see it in them so clearly, then I must have it in me. Otherwise, I wouldn't see it in them. And that's gotten me really far in my last decade. I mean, physical performance, I've been able to do things that I would have never, ever dreamed of as a kid. Because wow. of that fear, wow. it was so yeah. debilitating. Yeah, yeah. 
What, what, what have you learned about yourself from that, from doing those, you know, from being fearless and doing something that, you know, made you uncomfortable? That I can. It's as simple as that. So yeah. every time yeah. something is scary over and over again, because that's kind of like the cycle of life, like it's going to keep coming up. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I say it to myself. I say it to other people. Think back to another time when you were terrified and you did it. Mm -hmm. And it's like if, you know, you already have that muscle memory, right? So you can do it again. There you go. Muscle memory. <laughs> Dropping it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, everything inside of us is a muscle, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. Even our brain is a muscle. So if it did it once, it can do it again. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what's on the horizon for you? What's, um, what do you, what do you have going on this year? So I have a fragrance launch. It's going to be everything I do is gender neutral. And this is going to be another one of those that I finished the formulation and we're going to be launch launching towards the end of the year. And the other thing that I'm super pumped about is what you and I touched upon is widening my advocacy for truly pure products. I mean, it's tricky what language to use around that, but products that really adhere to the guideline of the titles that they receive and supporting the farmers who are willing to take the long route for our well-being, that they're not so selfish that they're just thinking about themselves, that they want to yield more product, but they're actually thinking about not only us, but the planet that we inhabit. So that just feels like my mission, and I'm super excited to dive deeper and deeper and deeper. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, as yeah, a well, plant mean, and herb hunter, plant and herb hunter, based out of New York, you know, you should you should definitely yeah, you should, you share should your definitely stories and your journey, your stories uh, and your journey, and your travels, your travels that you're going to go on, go on um, uh, you know, to source you know, these, to things source and these things and the the encounters and exchanges that you have with you know farmers because I, I think that's a huge part. Like I would love to see the farm and the family you know that takes care of these plants or the you know whoever it is, whoever it is. um you know it, yeah. i would love to see like, love to see, like okay these people these with people like amazing energy, amazing energy are the caretakers of these plants and herbs, herbs. that are then you know um somehow filter, filtered into this like awesome bottle that i take with me on my ride you know noted <laughs> like absolutely that. like that i mean, like that, I mean no, yeah it's like a simple yeah. video of like you there like whatever you know like if if because like if that's if that's what's happening like i want to i want to be there you know as an as an audience as a as a brand as a brand expert you know um as someone who uses it like i would love to see you know um, whether it's a photo image whatever it is you know, like, it, I, I think that's like the new thing. It's like everyone, or not even new, but like something I, I personally respect is when a company or, or a brand or a business owner um, takes 
their audience on their journey with them. You know, they're not afraid of like the haters or um, having bad reviews or like whatever. You know, everyone messes up. Everyone's human at the end of the day. It's not going to be perfect. You know, but if the intention is truth, the intention, the intention is positive. That's going to resonate with the audience that that you want, that you need, and that you envision. I feel like. You're absolutely right. Are you coming on the next one? <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Okay. I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. Yeah. Anytime you want to okay, go source some fruit, you, you know, go go climb the the Andes or in the jungles and some amazing people out there. Amazing people out there. Some great, you know, topography. It is next on the list. Yeah. It's the one yeah. that I have not touched yet. Yeah, yeah you got to go. Yeah, you got to go. You got to go for sure. Go for sure. So, how can people find, so people um, find this, um, this <laughs> injections of injections. Uh, of well being? Um, where where can they where, where you know where? How can people follow you right now? Um, are you an Instagrammer? Are you Snapchatting online? What are you doing? So I'm on all of it. You could find me at Victor underscore I N E. And uh, you could find Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll online at victorinenyc.com. Right, right. I know that this, I has, know been, that this has been, you know, just the beginning of, the beginning of your of journey. It's part of your journey, journey wherever it is, actually. Um, throughout our journeys, we always have our core humans that are always supporting us. Um, I'm assuming, you know, that you have that. So who, who are those people for you? Um, and this is a great chance for you to kind of, you know, just give them a big shout out, share some love. Um, cause I know, you know, without them, I, I wouldn't be here either. So, um, yeah, if you want to give any big shout outs to anyone, um, fire away, fire away. Uh, so Amy Galper is the founder of the first aromatherapy school in New York City, who is an incredible teacher, took me under her wing and believed in me from day one. I uh, could not have done all of this without her. Um, and Maggie Mabuyan is a botanical perfumer who is truly a magician in California, who has been another tremendous teacher of mine. Uh, and the two of them have been instrumental parts of this ride. Magic carpet ride, I like to call it. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, Victorine, well, Victor, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank been, you so much. Been, this has it's been, been so a, much fun. Yeah, I, you know, yeah, I've, um, you know, I've um, been spinning in my brain for the past 30 minutes. I feel invigorated, and I think I'm going to go out for a ride. <laughs> so, um, yeah, thank you so much, and thank you everyone else for listening. Enjoy your ride. Thank you.